Welcome to TSX Quarterly, the podcast that brings you publicly available earnings calls from companies listed on the Toronto Stock Exchange in one convenient location. Gone are the days of looking through confusing websites. You'll find the important information right here. Enjoy the call. Thank you for standing by. This is the conference operator. Welcome to the Avino Silver and Gold Mines first quarter 2020 results conference call and webcast. As a reminder, all participants are in listen-only mode and the conference is being recorded. After the presentation, there will be an opportunity to ask questions. To join the question queue, you may press star, then 1 on your telephone keypad. Should you need assistance during the conference call, you may signal an operator by pressing star and zero. I would now like to turn the conference over to Jennifer North, Manager of Investor Relations. Please go ahead. Thank you, operator. Good morning and welcome to the Avino Silver and Gold Mines Limited first quarter 2020 financial results conference call and webcast. On the call today, we have the company's president and CEO, David Wolfen, our chief financial officer, Nathan Hart, our chief operating officer, Carlos Rodriguez, and our VP of technical services, Peter Lara. Before we get started, please note that certain statements made today on this call by the management team may include forward-looking information within the meaning of applicable securities laws. Forward-looking statements are subject to known and unknown risks, uncertainties, and other factors that may cause the actual results to be materially different than those expressed by or implied by such forward-looking statements. The company does not intend to and does not assume any obligation to update update such forward-looking statements or information other than as required by applicable law. For more information, we refer you to our detailed cautionary note in the presentation accompanying this call or on our press release of yesterday's date. I would like to remind everyone that this conference call is being recorded and will be available for replay later today. Replay information and the presentation slides accompanying this conference call and webcast will be available on the website. Thank you. I will now turn the call over to Avino's President and CEO, David Wolfen. David? Thanks, Jen. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Avino's Q1 2020 Financial Results Conference Call and Webcast. Thanks for joining us. Before we begin, please note that the full financial statements and MDNA are now available on our website. Today we will cover the highlights of our first quarter 2020 financial and operating performance, and then we'll open it up for questions. Please note that all figures are stated in US dollars unless otherwise noted. As the first quarter of 2020 was winding down, and production results were looking positive, COVID-19 was rapidly changing the way that everyone around the world would be operating their business and personal lives. On April 2nd, 2020, Avino announced that it would temporarily suspend operations at the Avino mine in Durango, Mexico, to comply with the Mexican government's order for all non-essential businesses, including the mining industry, to help fight against the spread of COVID-19. At the mine site, we quickly adapted to our temporary closure plan to maintain critical activities to protect the mine workers. 
The company also implemented remote work policies for employees in both Vancouver and Durango offices to ensure their health and safety. During the first quarter of this year, overall production results were higher compared to Q1 2019 due to the Avino mine performing well from a grade, throughput, and mill availability perspective. The hanging wall breccia material also contributed positively to the overall feed grade. The decrease in silver production and consolidated silver grade in Q1 2020 compared to Q1 2019 is primarily attributed to the planned shutdown of the San Gonzalo mine in Q4 2019. As reported in Q4 2019, Avino transitioned to full production from the Avino mine in Q1 2020 following our scheduled mine plan. The, advanced, the advancement of the underground connection between the two portals at the Avino mine experienced some delays due to training shortages for certain equipment. This connection was to be completed during the first quarter of 2020. However, due to COVID-19 situation, the timeline for completion has been deferred until Mexican government's decree for the temporary suspension of non-essential businesses are lifted. Prior to the ordered shutdowns, our team in Mexico worked diligently to transport concentrate to the port of Manzanillo therefore ensuring product would be queued up for delivery. We achieved revenues from mining operations of 7.1 million, up 6% from Q1 2019. Mine operating income was up 0.8 million, which was also up 1,405% from Q1 2019. Operating cash flow of 0.3 million and EBITDA of 0.4 million. During the quarter, both silver and gold prices fluctuated, with gold prices reaching $1,700 an ounce and silver reaching $18 in the latter part of January, only to fall just under, just over $12 in mid-March, all due to the market uncertainty experienced due to COVID-19. In the month of April, the metal prices seemed to be somewhat stabilized. We remain optimistic that metal prices will continue to move up. On a consolidated basis, silver equivalent production for the first quarter increased by 11% to 684,000 ounces compared to 615,000 ounces in Q1 2019. Silver production was down 1% to 267,000 ounces from 268,000 ounces. Gold production was down 21% to 1,531 ounces from 1,813 ounces, and copper production was up 70% to 1.8 million pounds from 1.1 million pounds in Q1 2019. The Avino mine produced a record 262,238 silver ounces, the highest quarterly total achieved to date. On a mine-by-mine basis, overall silver equivalent production at the Avino uh, increased by 78% compared to Q1 2019. This is primarily a result of significantly higher silver and copper grades during the quarter, as well as increases in mill throughput and recoveries from all three metals. The overall increase was slightly offset by a decline in gold feed grades during the quarter. On a metal-by-metal -metal basis, 
production at Avino increased significantly in both silver and copper, with increases of 133 and 88% respectively when compared to Q1 2019. Further, gold production increased by 38% when it came to Q1 2019. During Q1 2020, mill feed at Avino increased by 58% over Q1 2019, with silver and copper grades up 39 and 18% respectively, and gold down 16%. Recovery rates for Q1 2020 uh, showed improvements compared to Q1 2019, with increases of 6% in silver, 4% in gold, and 1% in copper. As mentioned in our 2020 production outlook, we processed a small amount of AHAG material in the first half of Q1 2020 before the transition to 100% production from the Avino mine. During Q1 2020, silver and gold and copper grades decreased by 24 and 26% respectively compared to Q1 2019. Accordingly, for Q1, our consolidated cash costs per silver payable equivalent ounce and all-in sustaining cash costs per payable silver equivalent ounce decreased to $9.83 and $14.88 respectively compared to $11.44 and $16.22 respectively in Q1 2019. I will now ask Nathan Hart, Avino's Chief Financial Officer, to present the financial results for Q1 2020. Thank you, David. It's my pleasure to be on the call, and I would like to welcome everyone who has joined us and is viewing our presentation today. During Q1, we generated revenues from mining operations of $7.1 million, up 6% compared to Q1 of 2019. Avino also reported significantly higher mine operating income of 0.8 million when compared to 56,000 for the same quarter in 2019, as well as higher EBITDA and adjusted EBITDA of 0.4 million compared to 63,000 and 15,000 respectively in Q1 of 2019. Avino reported net losses after taxes from continuing operations of 0.2 million compared to 0.5 million in Q1 of 2019. This translated to a loss per share of nil or zero cents from continuing operations for the first quarter of 2020 compared to loss per share of one cent in Q1 2019. Working capital at the end of Q1 2020 was 10.8 million compared to 13.2 million at the end of 2019 and 10.5 million at the end of the first quarter of 2019. And this includes cash of 6.7 million on hand. As David mentioned earlier, our first quarter consolidated cash cost and all-in sustaining cash cost per payable silver equivalent ounce decreased to $9.83 and $14.88 respectively, compared to $11.44 and $16.22 respectively for the first quarter of 2019. Our revenues from mining operations of $7.1 million in the first quarter were derived 32% from silver, 25% from gold, and 43% from copper. Capital expenditures for Q1 2020 totaled half a million compared to 2.5 million in the first quarter of 2019, with the decrease due mostly to the timing of planned expenditures and a cautious approach regarding the current COVID-19 pandemic. 
We do expect this amount to increase later into 2020, as certain capital expenditures have been pushed into the latter half of the year. Avino remains flexible both financially and operationally to adjust to the changing situation as appropriate, and we will continue to monitor the situation and provide updates accordingly. I will now hand it back over to David for a discussion on our plans for 2020. Thank you, Nathan. We're going through a rare and unsettling time, and we want to provide assurances that we are complying with health authorities in both Canada and Mexico to ensure the health and safety of our employees and stakeholders, as well as addressing what all this means for Avino and its shareholders. We followed orders put forth by the Mexican government on April 1st to temporarily suspend operations, and by April 2nd, we transitioned to a temporary closure plan. We are extremely fortunate that we do not have any cases of COVID-19 which is attributed to our rigorous health and safety procedures that were implemented weeks ago. Above all, the health and wellness of our employees globally is our top priority. Amidst this time of pandemic-related upheaval, we achieved quarterly results in Q1 that surpassed all quarters in 2019, which included record copper production. And I want to acknowledge our hardworking team in Mexico who were instrumental in helping to achieve this. Before COVID-19 and early in the first quarter, we had announced a renewed focus on exploration in Mexico and the search for another exciting high-grade deposit similar to San Gonzalo within the Avino property. I want to ensure our shareholders that this focus hasn't changed, only delayed for a time until it's safe for operations to start up and exploration plans to go ahead. We thank you for your patience and understanding. We remain optimistic for treatment and vaccine and a corresponding return to business as usual. We will get through this together. Stay safe. Finally, I would like to say thank you to the teams in both Canada and Mexico for their dedication, hard work and contributions and for being able to quickly and efficiently transition to working remotely. We would now like to move the call to the question and answer portion. Operator? Thank you. Due to technical difficulties, please be aware the slides from today's presentation will be available on the website. We will now begin the question and answer session. To join the question queue, you may press star, then 1 on your telephone keypad. You will hear a tone acknowledging your request. If you are using a speakerphone, please pick up your handset before pressing any keys. To withdraw your question, please press star, then 2. To join the question queue, please press star, then 1 now. Our first question comes from Heiko Ile of H.C. Wainwright. Please go ahead. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my questions. Hi, Heiko. Hey, there seems, hey guys, there, there seems to be just a bit of confusion in the market with the reopening of Mexico. I mean, I've heard a variety of dates, end of May, May 17th, May 18th. Obviously, there is at least a little bit up in flux. But can you just walk us through, I mean, your area, I assume, in theory at least, would make you eligible to reopen on the 18th, correct? David here. Uh, it's hard to say. Um, we're hearing the 18th, but um, I think 
they're saying if uh, if areas are not affected, the 18th is is the date. But uh, we're unsure. There are a few cases in Durango, not near our mine. But um, so, so so Carlos is waiting to hear from the local government. I mean, at this point, the 18th is 11 days off. Uh, how many days would you actually need from getting the green light to, you know, pulling out ore? Mm. Um, it's, it's probably going to take a few weeks to ramp up. Peter, do you want to take that one? Yeah, sure, Heiko. Um, the question is, uh, you know, bringing everyone back, to the, the nice part is that, um, you know, all of our workers are, are living in the adjacent towns there. So bringing them back to work isn't the issue. Uh, you know, as far as ramping up to, to full production, that will take uh, take a few days. But as, as soon as we get the green light, you know, we can have everyone back at site and, and doing the work again, I think, in pretty short order. Very good. Okay. Um, and then can you just venture a guess on G&A savings during the second quarter and the rest of the year? I mean, we've essentially stopped travel. We've stopped conference attendance. I've seen a couple of shows go virtual, but even that is at a lower price for the attendees. How meaningful is all of that, and, and how sustainable do you think those cost savings are? I think that one's for uh, Nate. Yeah, thanks, David. Thanks, Heiko. It's, it's a good question. I mean, a lot of the GNA savings that pe people will see, I don't, I don't think it'd be quite as significant as some people might think, only for from an investor relations perspective, as a lot of these conferences, like you said, went virtual. Um, and there are still some costs associated with that and making sure that you know, it's still bringing in the same investor base or even a new investor base, um, as we're seeing new people come into the market. Um, and I mean, in our office, everyone's still working, albeit remotely. Uh, we're working in a collaborative fashion through you know, Microsoft Teams or whatever the, the appropriate um, platform is. Um, but everyone's still working and there's still a lot of work to do. So uh, we think there'll be some savings, but I don't see them being overly significant at this time. It might be Very lighter than Q1. Because I think yeah. there were three conferences yeah. in Q1, but in Q2 Correct. there shouldn't be any. I don't think. There. Very good. Well, thank you, guys. I'll, I'll get back in queue. Thanks, Heiko. Our next question comes from Joseph Regor of Roth Capital Partners. Please go ahead. Hello, Joe. Morning, gu morning guys. Uh, thanks for taking the questions. Um, a couple of things. Um, <clears throat> Heiko already hit on the the main question on the startup. So uh, maybe digging into the numbers a little bit instead. Um, in Q1, you, you know, your ounces sold versus ounces produced was like 84%. Is that indicative that there was, you know, uh, maybe a shipment that went out at the end of the quarter but got registered as Q2 from a revenue standpoint? Uh, Peter, do you want to talk about the shipments? Yeah, Nate, I, I actually think this is probably a question for you as far as the, the accounting of that. Yeah, okay. for sure. Uh, thanks, Pete and David. Uh, thanks, Joe. It's a good question. Um, in general, there's a, usually a difference between our ounces produced and payable ounces sold um, due to, I mean, obviously the payability factor that come in, comes into effect when we're selling concentrate. 
Uh, and that ratio, I mean, it's similar to previous quarters, especially if you compare it to the first quarter of 2019, right? There's um, being this correlated increases of production and ounces sold is about the same, I believe 10 and 11% each. Um, so obviously with COVID coming into effect, um, we did a few, um, I guess I want to, I'd say smarter operational things where we made sure that we do have concentrate at port for the next few months. Um, but I don't think it's really, you know, a cutoff or timing thing where we're, we're expecting, you know, an extra 100,000 ounces to come through in the first couple of weeks in April. Um, it's more just, it's more just uh, the, the payability factor that you're seeing there. Okay. Um, I mean, I think historically the payability is more in the mid-90s, and that looks like something in the 84% range, just quick math. Um, but you're saying it you know, a part of that was also the step up in production and that kind of we should see a normal payability going forward. Yes, right? that's correct. Okay. And then uh second item on, on the revenue front, treatment charges were about almost 20% of revenue in Q1. Um, was there any specific thing driving that? I mean, historically, they were more you know, mid-teens to low-teens, mm -hmm. and, and that seems like a bit of a bit of a jump there. Yeah, so that's a fair question. Um, we did have a, a couple penalties that were higher than usual, just from some uh, some of the grade variation at Avino. Uh, we're expecting that to normalize, but uh, we did see that in the second, uh, the latter half of the quarter. Um, but we are hopefully expecting that to come back down to uh, the levels you kind of saw, you know, the teams you talked about and uh, we saw them throughout most of 2019. Okay, but it, it sounds like it's possible that might have a slight impact on Q2 as well. Uh, possible, but I don't think you'll see it quite as significant as what we saw in uh, the first quarter. Okay. Um, and then um, just expanding on what Heiko was asking about the May 18th date, um, you know, how much communication are you guys having with the government about you know, when can you restart? You know, is this a daily conversation, a weekly conversation? Um, you know, just to give us an idea of how much, you know, movement there might be on that date. Um, Carlos is in contact with the governor's office um, um, every few days, checking in with them. Um, but there's no new uh, announcement as of yet. No. No, not yet. Uh, actually, David, uh, yeah, we are waiting for official, you know, uh, uh, announcement on that. So uh, only, you know, some uh, rumors from other people, mining people, but nothing official. So we we need to move officially. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll turn it over. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Matthew O'Keefe of Cantor Fitzgerald. Please go ahead. Hi, good morning. Uh, just a question for me on, um, I know things are still in flux, but the, you had some exploration plans and some capital, um, some capital plans. Uh, do you see that these are going to be modified and, uh, because of the shutdown? And can you speak to kind of what... Um, what kind of impact that might have on your on your budgeting and and your and your plans? Well, exploration is going to be pushed out, obviously, because we're not allowed to do anything there right now. 
Um, but Nate, you want to talk about the budget? Sure. Thanks, David. Yeah, Matt. Good, good questions. Obviously, um, you know, as, as mentioned on, on the call, we're we're taking a cautious approach with some of the larger capital expenditures. Um, but it does look like there's a potential free opening sooner than later. Um, so we would put those things back into play uh, fairly quickly. Um, the timing of our CapEx, uh, as far as uh, on the mine equipment side, was later into 2020 anyways. Um, okay. So the, the lower amount in Q1 was, I mean, it was a bit lower than, um, than we originally expected, but not overly too much lower than, um, than what, you know, we were, we were kind of hoping to see. Right. But you don't. You're not losing kind of your spot in line or or any. You're not. You know, nothing. Nothing's really nope. impaired, as it were. Okay. No. That's, yeah. That's, uh, we're not. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll just all <laughs> anxiously await the the big announcement where everyone can get back to work. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Once again, if you have a question, please press star then one. Our next question comes from Bhakti Pavani of Alliance Global Partners. Please go ahead. Uh, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my questions. Morning, Bhakti. Uh, uh, just wanted to dig a little deeper on the production side. Uh, you know, given there is still an uncertainty uh, with regards to opening up, and there is an expected, you know, ramp up time frame. So, just wondering, do you? have any AHAG material on site that can be quickly processed when you open up? If yes, uh, how does, uh, what's the kind of the inventory look like at this point? Carlos, do you yeah. want to take this yeah. one? Sure, sure, absolutely, David. Uh, uh, hi, uh, uh, Bhakti, this is Carlos here. Um, yeah, we have, a, of course, we have a broken ore uh, underground in the different levels. Uh, but also we have some, uh, you know, some tonnage uh, on uh, on surface. So the overall, uh, the overall tonnage uh, uh, is about uh, 31, uh, 32,000 tons of, uh, of uh, broken or ready to be processed. And as soon as the degree is lifted, yeah, we will start uh, with the full production uh, in the different, uh, uh, in the different phases uh, on the ground. Yeah. And back to you, just to clarify there, that's broken ore of, of ET material, not the not the AHEG material. We still do have some AHEG material, just to answer your question there, but uh, we're focused on the ET, and, and we do have some, some broken ore inventory, as Carlos just mentioned. Okay, perfect. Uh, and still, during this lockdown, or due to, you know, placing the mine under maintenance and care, what's kind of the estimated burn rate on a monthly basis? So I guess uh, back. I think that one's uh, more for me. Um, sorry. So is the expected burn rate at the moment, or you're going forward? Uh, at the moment. At the moment, sure. Yeah, no problem. So, as, at the moment, obviously we've switched to care and maintenance. Um, our staff has been reduced by, I would say, close to 80 or 90 percent at the Avino mine. Um, so the overhead is quite low, and including Vancouver, where it's about half a million right now um, per month, and that covers overhead for Vancouver, Durango, um, and all of any other, you know, marketing and other efforts that we're ongoing right now. 
Okay, perfect. And just last, uh, with regard to capex, you did mention that uh, you know the plan is uh, to spend in the later half of the year. Uh, the question is, do you still expect to meet uh, you know your guidance, or do you think uh, it would be revised given COVID? I think it depends on when we're able to return to normal operations. Um, obviously, we're gonna we might you know if it if it lasts a few more months you know there's talks of may 18th or may 30th but nothing's really beneficial yet um if that is extended we'll have to push a few things back in likely into 2021 um and we would uh, have to come up with a revised uh, expected number for 2020 at that time uh, for now i would expect it to come down slightly but not overall materially um as the shutdown has really has only lasted about a month to a month and a half at this point Got it. Uh, thank you very much. That's it from my side. Thank you. Thanks, Becky. Thank you. This concludes the question and answer session. I would like to turn the conference back over to Mr. David Wolfen for closing remarks. Thanks, operator. I'd like to thank you all uh, for your continued support. COVID-19 has created a lot of uncertainty for the for the the world, uh, but when we get back mining. It looks like we are heading into a perfect storm with low fuel costs and higher metal prices. Despite the challenges that COVID-19 created, Avino has been preparing for the future by focusing on strengthening our balance sheet, limiting our downside risk by farming out non-core assets, and establishing a platform for growth by way of Brownfield's exploration on the Avino property. We are building a new exploration division with a larger emphasis on the Avino property to extend the mineral resources organically. We will not only look at building resources, but we are also looking for a high-grade discovery to replace the San Gonzalo mine. I'd like to wish you all a healthy, happy, and prosperous 2020. Operator? Thank you. This concludes today's conference call. You may disconnect your lines. Thank you for participating and have a pleasant day. Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.